and welcome back to XP Waste, where I'm still runecrafting. I'm Michael. And I am Oxy. If you are new, hello and welcome. This is our show where we discuss RuneScape things, and I promise I don't always sound like a poorly made 90s robot when talking to the audience. Um, but I've had a very long day and a long week, and, and I do. I do right now. If you're not new to XP Waste, hey there, mama, welcome back. You know what we do, and we do it. Do we do it expertly or do we do it poorly? Our whole brand is not playing this game Inef- very well. <laughs> Inefficiently? <laughs> Inefficiently is probably a great word because we get it done. It just takes. It just takes right. way longer. Michael and I started doing these episodes, and and he and I were like, honestly, dude, forty five minutes has got to be like a hard cap on how long this these episodes are and we've just thrown that shit completely out the window at this point we're like six hours of raw footage F- it we'll edit it it'll be fine so it'll be fine what's like it what have you been up to this week i know you kind of spoiled it in your in your I'm intro s- still runecrafting baby Bruh. uh currently 165k away from 97 so that's this, only like this... nine more hours. Let's fucking go. It's only four, four more hours of efficient ring crafting. Yeah, I can do that. That's easy. I can, I can get it done. I think tomorrow I'm going to try and get it done tomorrow. So this is a little bit different for us. There's some life things happening Ooh. with Oxy. Ooh. So um, we're actually recording way sooner than we normally do. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, the day after we just posted our last episode. We normally record like on Sunday or Monday. So uh, apologies for if this sounds like I haven't done much this week because it's only been a couple days since my last update. But yeah, still 96 ring crafting, nearly 97. My plan is to at least get partially into 98 before bingo starts because I, I don't think that I can get 99. Like it's just, it's not in the cards for me to play like nine hours a day until bingo to be able to get 99 because the reality of the situation is once i hit 98 it's about 30 to 40 more hours to get to 99 based on my playtime because i i I don't always get 40 to 45k an hour some days i'm like chilling here with uh what is it 22k an hour (laughs) so (laughs) 17k an hour bro we've all been there at the dense essence it's just it's just a thing. You know, once I'm done, though, I'll have an immense sense of accomplishment. And I think this is my goal. I think any other grind that's not runecrafting is just going to be that much easier. Like, oh, if I'm getting 60K or 70K an hour, I'd be like, dude, this is cake. This well, is easy. Flying through these levels, dude. Flying through. Double, <laughs> double what I used to get. Hell yeah. <laughs> So that's my goal is to just knock it out. I, I, I probably will take a break. I, I don't want to let my team down in bingo and like say, hey, guys, I'm not going to participate for the first board. Got to get 99 rune crafting. No, I'll, I'll probably wait till after bingo. Yeah. Which is what, like maybe the start of October. I, can, I don't know how long bingo is going to go. I think we're running until the 27th. So oh, by nice. the time this episode comes out, so some some intermachinations behind the scenes organizing juiciness of bingo that is coming out 
we have created a chat for the captains as an open line of communication because originally we have intended to do a live draft. Unfortunately, with captains spanning everywhere from the west coast of the United States to um, middle northern England, wherever Scape is, I don't think where Scape is is... Is it northern? I don't think England? the time zone is affected by anywhere in England. I, I just want the same. I, it, it is. It is. I just wanted to be more specific because I said west coast of the U.S. So I wanted to be whatever. Somebody correct me in the comments wherever. Scape specifically. Uh, correct me in the comments because I don't know geographically if you're considered I think it's north the or the east not. coast. I mean, he's on the east coast of the whatever. Oh, I yeah, I don't know. If it's I'm talking south. verticality, not horizontally. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's been a long Words. week. I Listen, <laughs> normally I try to keep my shit together when it comes to, like, you know, because I, I have the mouth of a sailor, the professionalism of a nun, and the mouth of a sailor. Uh, so I try to keep it together when I'm recording because we censor all the f***s. Like, that was a beep, which I think is hysterical that we do that. You could just go on, a, a like, an F rant right now, and I'd beep, 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 beep. Yeah, I, honest to God. Honest to God, that, like, <laughs> yeah, we just do the beer piece, right? Um, normally, I try to keep it together because it's real frustrating to, to like, stop what you're doing to be like, did I just hear him swear? Like, did I hear him say the F word and, like, go back? Even when I'm doing it, like, I, I play this game while I record. Uh, you can hear it in the subtle mouse clicks when I'm talking. Just um, heard it. Yep. I, I literally right there. You probably just heard the mouse click. I was uh, clicking on the dark altar to venerate whatever. My point is, I, I don't like stopping what I'm playing to censor myself. I, I, I'm not going to have that same professionalism this week. There's going to be lots of bleeps just because I haven't the energy to be like, oh, yes, you're on the distinguished XP waste <laughs> podcast. <laughs> This week you are to censor yourself. Yes, yes. No nope. classic CBA. <laughs> Look at that. That was a long beep for you guys. Um, and I'm editing this week, so it's just bro. Okay, you, we need. Uh, if you're listening, Michael, shut up. Everybody else, shut up. Listen to me. Michael has edited. This will be his fifth episode in a row because things have been insane. Yeah. By by my way, things have been. I I texted, I got contacted by someone from another podcast, Dills from the Wilderness Podcast, who I actually just listened to last Sunday when I went home for the first time. They got some, yeah. they got some good content. We can talk about that. That shout we can talk about the them. Yeah, shout out to the Wilderness Podcast, I guess, because I don't know how much we're supposed to be talking about whatever we discussed. Um, it's not bad. I'm it's not. just really cool. <laughs> it's real cool. Um, but I listened to their stuff for the first time. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And I told Tills in my Twitter DMs that, like, hey, I will read this fully in a little bit and talk to Michael, but, like, I'm currently in line to get coffee, and I will, like, update you when I get back home. I was driving to my, like, childhood home. It's about three hours away from where I live. So I'm like, I'll just text him when I get back. I did not open this man's, all right, cool DM for, like, four days. I oh, no. just texted him <laughs> back, like, yesterday or today. And we finally got in a group chat. I'm like, hey, remember how I said I was busy? Turns out I was way busier than I thought. <laughs> so sorry about that. Yeah. I have been running like crazy. So my progress in game hasn't been as much as I want it to be. But 
it has been pretty solid. So once you got again, like some, you had some pretty lofty goals that you set before bingo. I I do are have, you gonna hit those? I do have some lofty goals, and eh, some of them are kind of guaranteed, but some of them are a little okay. bit like time dependent. So like, let me look at what I posted for my like pre bingo goals. So for mm-hmm. my pre bingo goals, I want ninety nine mage, ninety nine defense. 121 combat, which I'm like 200k from an attack level and 300k from a slayer or a strength level at this point. Um, 750 Zalra, because our sister clan is doing a Zalra event, like a boss of the week event. So I'm going to go hard because I need to make some money to put towards the pot as a moderator. <laughs> Uh, I want to have 35 to 50 Corrupted Gauntlet kills under my belt. Um, right now I have 23, so we're mm-hmm. pushing. I also have six, six, 606 Zolwerk. Yeah, I was just about to say 606. I love that you looked me up, because I know you didn't know that off the top of your head. I knew that, but I know you did. <laughs> um, and then I want to have the Hard Combat Achievement Diaries done. I hit an immense milestone on Tuesday. I finally... I'm not even going to try to censor myself. Finally got 50 KC at Betion. It took me weeks. I have like 2,000 collective KC of every other wilderness boss. A thousand of it is at least Venonatus, but I I do a lot of wilderness boss content. And I finally hit 50, so I'm finally ranked at Betion, which is just massive for me. Huge accomplishment. And I need... 18 Criara KC to finish the hard diary. I am one Cree trip away from from getting the hard diary done and then unlocking God Wars instances to focus on the elite diaries and actually get good at God Wars. Non-PVM related, I need I got 90 cooking and I just need to do 90 prayer. I have it banked. I'm just lazy. Uh 81 <laughs> room crafting, which I believe I'm only like at the time of recording, whilst I am literally runecrafting, I am 80k away. So, I could have it by the end of this recording session. And then finally, 85 agility, but that's more of a stretch goal, because I also want Black Graceful, so that'll all have to be done at the Hollow Sepulchre. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about 85 agility. I also kind of really want 95 Slayer. Like, I really want 95 Slayer. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm going to prioritize bursting or defense tasks. And like if right. Duradel gives me tasks that give me shit XP, I guess it is what it is. So I, I do have some lofty goals, but I'm close enough to achieving all of them that I, I, literally, I, I legitimately think I can get it done in 10 days. I won't really be back in town until Monday but I will have, like, evenings to myself, so that's probably when I'm going to try to smash out, like, the prayer and agility, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, my sister and I will just, like, hang out. I'll sit on my computer because I can play this game. If I were allowed to, I could probably play this game while doing a therapy session. Honest to God. I shouldn't, <laughs> and I never would. That would be the worst possible thing to do in therapy. But that's how, <laughs> like, blatantly AFK this game can be. So, like, I'll hang with my sister. Her and I will crack a bottle or two or six of wine and just vibe for a while and i'll be skilling the whole time or on like an afk slayer task so i'm hoping to get the agility the prayer and the if i don't get the runecrafting done tonight which i think i will i'm hoping to get that done so i i I do have lofty goals 
and I'm thinking they're going to be done. Bingo is going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward for it, to it. We have we have drafted uh we haven't drafted anybody yet. I think by the time this episode comes out we will have, but we have just right. sort of finalized our draft plans. Uh and it, like we said we originally wanted to do a live draft, but because of the time zone differences with um with people, our captains, it's been very hard to coordinate. So Right. One of our captains actually suggested that we do like a channel draft. So we're going to draft as captains. This wasn't our original intention and we really did want to like get everyone at the clan hall and like pick names and have people like walk over but like well, we're not all in the same time zone. Even the yeah. people that are in the same time zone, I think we sent out a Google form and like no more than 3 people were ever available at any given time. So we would have had to set up like representatives for these people to say like, okay, give me your list and I'll go in your stead. And, but that's just not as fun. And it's also really messy because like, then you're giving people like picks in advance. So like, say for example, right. I couldn't be at the draft. Right. And right. like, so, all right, my first pick is Michael, Michael, you then pick for me in my second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, however pick. Um, mm -hmm. But that also means I don't get a pick in the first round because I've also picked Michael as my first round pick as a representative. Or it gets into the messiness of like somebody we trust. Like, congratulations, Damien, you're in charge of making picks for Oxy. And then Damien <laughs> gets picked by Skate or by Leo or somebody like that. So Damien's not even oh, on my team. Yeah. Right? Or like he doesn't pick himself. As as or yeah, or he's like, I think I'm a great choice. I'm gonna pick myself as first pick. So having sending sending one representative could have been understandable. Sending half the captains as representatives <laughs> is just a disaster. So we think we're it's messy. It's not gonna be live like we originally wanted it to. Scape has written something up that I have very briefly breezed over but because you started recording have not read fully so i could be giving you false information but at this point it doesn't matter because by the time you're listening to this episode teams have already been drafted and to all the people specifically on my team we're gonna let them know who sent them verzix wop <laughs> which is gonna be our team name it's probably not because nobody wants that as a team name no verzix no. wop is gonna dominate the competition and if you're with me you know we're gonna take that dub anyways <laughs> bingo planning has actually been a lot of fun um it's been good it's been good i've i've told myself like i can't be captain just for like if i was still on leave from work hell yeah i'd be a captain i'd be a captain all day but i go back to work and i just i don't know that i'll be able to commit the time that i want to commit to like work, having a baby, having a family, and having this extra responsibility of being a captain. I'd rather just be a player. And if I can just coast through it, help the team out, then yeah. But I mean, I'd love to be a captain. I'm just not this year. I'm I'm this, totally this season. I'm totally in the opposite in the opposite bracket. I am a captain completely by necessity. Oh, <laughs> and I, I know. literally told Scape. I literally told Scape. We discussed it. We're like. So we're not being captain here, right? Like, it's not happening. We're not in charge of team balancing. We're going to set up a random draft, and they're going to figure it out themselves. 
And within like 10 minutes of making the announcement, it became abundantly clear that like, Scape and I need to be captains. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with being a captain. We chose our captains based on uh, mainly PVM qualifications. Um, mm-hmm. And not because the captains are going to be responsible for like, you know, let's say all of our boards have theater of blood on them. Captains are not responsible for running theater of blood over and over and over again. If their team can do theater of blood, the -hmm. captains are responsible for picking up any slack. The team doesn't do, they have a say, right? So like, let's say for example, there's gauntlet on every board. I enjoy the gauntlet. I'll gladly volunteer if someone else doesn't want to do it. But if there's somebody else who like really needs a weapon seed or an armor seed or whatever, and nobody wants to take the the trouble brewing unique tile, <laughs> it's on the it's on the captains to hypothetically pick up the slack of what either won't get done or what can't get done because We've also judged captains based on, like we said, bossing experience, slayer level, general game knowledge. So if you're the only one on your team with 95 slayer, you're the only one on your team who can do the hydra tile that may or may not exist. Right. All this is hypothetical. If we haven't, I'll give a a brief little overview. So we're doing a trailblazer bingo. So there's going to be different regions. We've uh, already mapped them out. And the boards for those regions are only going to be live for 48 hours. So you'll have 48 hours to grind as many tiles as you can before the board disappears and a new board is uh, revealed. More drops on that board. So it's going to be really interesting to see what point, like, what point combinations people try to go for. If there's something... I mean, I know the board, obviously, so I could start to theorize, but I'm not going to. If there's something that's like an X amount of points, but it's... It's very hard to get. It's like, are we even going to try for that? Because we have 48 hours to do this, and mm-hmm. that's heavily RNG-based. Or can we go for some more guaranteed ones? They're not guaranteed because they're all going to be RNG, but obviously some will be easier than others to make up that slack. So I've never played in a bingo like this. I'm not sure many people in TNL have played in a bingo like this. I don't think any of us have. Scape <laughs> thought of it one day. Scape's like, I have an idea for bingo. And we're like, hit me. And he's like, trailblazer. We're like... <laughs> You're nine months late. He's like, no, 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 no. Hear me out. <laughs> and it is gonna be yeah. fucking sick. I, I don't know how we're gonna wait. top ourselves on this. That's the problem. It's gonna be the trailblazer. It's gonna be the trailblazer show. How are we gonna how are we gonna top this? Maybe we'll maybe we'll do it like every spring is your standard five by five. And then yeah. every fall is like rules be damned. <laughs> like we're just gonna make shit up at this point. You ever had You're a blindfolded. Cho- you ever had a choose your own adventure bingo, which actually would be sick. I think Dark Side suggested that a few times. That would be a lot of fun. Um Yeah. But it's gonna be fun. Yeah. In addition to picking up the slack, we also it's like a soft requirement that captains be capable and pretty willing to teach people on their team how to do PVM. We yeah. have, as we've expressed many times, a lot of our players are mid-game, early game, late game. There's a resounding majority that don't have a lot of PVM experience. Um, so we also chose captains who were capable and willing to teach Dagonoff Kings, God Wars Dungeon, share your screen and show off some Zalra kills, um, you know, share your screen and show off what's like 
Serachnus is like where to find Slayer monsters if you've never been to like the Isleworth dungeon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you just got to Prifton or something. So that's kind of what we wanted captains to do. I'm excited. I think our captains who we have that are not Scape and I are going to be really well suited to do it. They all have the core bossing experience we need. They all have the ability to teach. We've seen them do it. I'm... Ooh, it's going to be so... Yeah. It's gonna so be whenever this whenever this episode goes live on the 15th, we'll have 4 days until bingo starts. Unfortunately, when this episode goes live, it is too late to sign up. Signups yes. are going to be closing well before this episode get posted, so I'm sorry if you missed it. Uh come back for the next one. Like uh, Oxy just said, we'll probably have another one closer to spring. In between this, if you're part of the TNL Discord, we're going to have some skill of the weeks, maybe another uh, couple smaller events hosted by uh, clan members. So uh, if you can't make it to this one, or if you didn't get to sign up, rather, we're sorry, but definitely try for the next one. Yeah. And since it's officially September, um, I'm legally obligated to start talking about Halloween now. Um, oh, yeah. Talk to my lawyer about it. Uh it's spooky season, scapers. Where I, I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about it in the mod chat. How we're gonna do it necessarily, and what the stupid but not financially extortionate prize is gonna be for our very first ever Halloween costume contest. And I, I want to hold a costume contest and like have get judges from different places who maybe aren't necessarily in TNL to bring out and be like this is like the top three people we have right. and then the winners and everybody else send a chambers as eric in their costume <laughs> in their costume like bring bring your bring your trifecta bring your whip your blowpipe and your trident and like a dragon warhammer or a bgs and that's it baby whatever you're wearing is what you're going in the raid with hell yeah god that'd be that so much fun, like fun. God, that's I gonna be fun Halloween. so it's gonna like, be events like that that aren't that are fun and will be prizes. Admittedly pretty stupid prizes for events like that. We haven't thought of them. I- I'm a mod, so I think a lot of the prizes for events are stupid. Because I was talking to Rune Guy the other day. The guy who won our last Hunter Skill of the Week. He won like 48 mil. For like just catching Black Chins for a week. I think it was way more than that, it to was, be honest, dude. It was extortionate. It was... No, like, I think the I'm... prize pool was like 80 or 90 mil. It was... And he won like 60% of that. Oh my so... god. <laughs> I, I literally was like, I only donated like 12 mil to the pot. How did it get so high? Like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Um, well, he won. He also got the first pet. So then he, that it's just like, dude, you walked away with more money this week than I think we've ever given away to a single person in any event we've ever done. And this was a skill of the week. Honestly, he did. He did go hard. <laughs> it was deserved. It was absolutely deserved. Oh, my gosh. He had like 4 million Hunter XP in one week. Yeah, it was. It was insane. But. So there's more coming up if you've missed the bingo sign up. I'm very excited. We record our weekly episode the day bingo starts. Oh, in, yeah. In, so the next time Michael and I record bingo, it'll be the first day of bingo. So we're going to yeah. probably go from wow. like our team chatter, like bingo gen chat <laughs> and like bust right into whatever we're talking about. This seems like a fair transition into... Michael, what are we talking about this week? Main title content. Yeah, we didn't yeah. come here to talk for 30 minutes about bingo. 
So there, if you, if I mean, if you haven't seen Reddit, if you haven't seen Twitter, if you're not up with the drama, there has been quite the goings on in Fallador World 302. Let me just tell you. So to break it down, there's this guy named 117 Scape, which I'm curious if that has anything to do with Spartan 117. I've not asked him. I don't know. But uh, if I was less clothed, I would show off my 117 tattoo. Totally unrelated, but I get you, brother. <laughs> so he has been working on a RuneScape HD client, not in secret, mind you, for the last two years. It's come out that he's put well over 2,000 hours of his own time into it. Whether or not he's had help, I, I haven't been able to confirm or deny. I don't know if it's just been him or if it's been a collection of, of people working on this, helping out, but no pay like he hasn't been paid to do it he has a patreon not much is made in patreon so all this to say the a couple days ago the client was set to release it was going to be i believe a runescape or a, i believe it was going to be a runelight plugin it, it is it's that, a ru- it's a full graphical rework of a runelight plugin and he had been okay. working with adam from runelight and basically been aware of both runelight and jagex's standards of, mm-hmm. of like plug-in what it takes creation. to get like a plugin to be a legal a totally legal plugin much like you would mm-hmm. find like a timer or, pl- or something stupid like that so we get to the day before or the day of that it's supposed to be released and jagex posts on their homepage uh third party client uh, let me read the exact news post title Bro, they contacted him directly. They didn't third-party HT client statement. So they contacted him and gave him a cease and desist the day it was supposed to be released, with no like no compromise, nothing of the sort. There, there is so much depth to this story that you know we could probably go on and on and on and on. But the big main points were like things have come out where. Jagex says that they waited so long because they're trying to formulate a statement. You know, they, they've known about it for a while, but they just couldn't get anything out. I don't buy it. I really don't buy it. Like, why release a statement the day before this is supposed to come out? Or the day of? It was, it was the day of. So, the timeline we've looked at right now, this is on Thursday, right? So take what we're saying with a grain of salt right now because jagex posted something on twitter earlier today that was like hey we are working with 117 and we will give you future information so the day that the the hd client was supposed to release old school runescape held a art stream it was like a special they did it for um client to grind as well we like showed off the artwork of the quest and showed off the artwork of the new shazian rework really cool stuff and in this art stream they showed off what um what a graphical rework would look like there's some images of it somewhere and it's okay i i support a graphical rework by jagex i really do because like i've said i played post graphical update but pre-eoc like that was my time to play this game i loved it 2010 right 2008 to 2008 yeah it came out 2008 that's why if you look at old school some animations are a lot cleaner than others look at look at 2h swords 
and then look at God Swords. Look at Calphite oh. <laughs> Queen. Calphite Queen is a bad example because she had to get a graphical rework at some point. Look at a boss. God, who's really old? Look at a boss like KBD or Giant Mole, and then mm-hmm. look at God Wars Dungeon. They're far more animated, comparatively speaking, because GWD came out post graphical update. God Swords came out post graphical update. That's why the special attacks, you know, the DDS spec is bop bop, and then you've got something like the Bandos God Sword with like motion effects and things where relatively speaking it's far more far more graphically intense um and it was backported into old school runescape that's why you can see some advancements there new bosses like zelra vorkath hunleth those are all new graphics mm-hmm. right new art so, style kind of yeah, yeah new art style even though slower chunkier ones like abyssal sire uh it's all the new art style um I think it's really cool they want to do an HG rework. The way they went about it sucked. Again, this yeah. guy had put 2,000 hours into this unpaid pet project, and the day it was supposed to release, Jagex held an art stream, showed off images that, <sighs> comparatively, in my opinion, just weren't as good. <laughs> and, like Michael said, basically gave him a cease and desist. Whether or not it was a legal cease and desist, I have no idea, because I know there's... I don't know if it was actually, like, a legal matter, but they pretty much told mm-hmm. him and, so, like, Runelite HD, which is what he was working on, and then OSHD, which is another independent client that's already out in public, they told all of them and anybody else to, like, stop what you're doing right away. Like, we right. cannot have this go on. Um, yeah. It was a bad move. It was... Not good. It was... Oh, God. It was bad. I support what they did you know if you want to define the art style of your game you can't have anybody else going in and like making it look better you know somebody somebody compared uh, on our discord tmd compared it to like imagine mojang not allowing people to use texture packs in minecraft which is fine it's a fair comparison right but minecraft is a game that has never been outwardly against game-changing modifications. Right. Now, graphics and game-changing modifications are not the same thing. Like, the blue light TOB helper, or the blue light Hydra helper. You ever seen that shit? That's intense. That is yeah, everything... That's, cheat that's everything wrong with the cheat <laughs> client right there. Yep. A graphical update isn't that, but if you open it up to, alright, now make it look however you want. You can make it play however you want within that if you don't fully inspect all the code so mm-hmm. runescape is not a game that has ever been designed to be modded by players one could go as far as to say rune light in itself is a perversion of what old school runescape is supposed to be i because, agree because again i don't think this i love rune light oh my god well, you ever... i agree to the sense that like without these quality of life modifications who call them like without tile markers and menu entry swapper and some of the stuff that they they're going to put into the steam client but they haven't put there yet without that kind of stuff like this game would wouldn't be as fun as it is now yeah kind of like it's the whole sentiment of like you didn't know you needed it until you got it (laughs) we wouldn't really know we needed quest helper or you know clue scroll helper quest helper is absolutely broken dude clue scroll or not Clue Scroll, Quest Helper, 
Quest Helper is a perversion. I don't know how Quest Helper has not been shut down. Genuinely, it just I do highlights. Not. It literally just highlights what you could already get, like information you already could get from uh, the wiki. It's not. It's not doing anything for you that you can't already do yourself. I, it just I, highlights I, dialogue, essentially. You are right, and that's literally all that it does. As someone who's had to do Plague City raw like six times, like to me, it seems a little cheaty to get the walkthroughs yeah. on a quest I know very well and actually enjoy <laughs> the quest line quite a bit. It, it just feels a little cheaty, even though you're yeah. right, it's not. It literally just highlights text options for you. And everybody like, highlights... should have to go to everybody should have to go through the search of Myreek. The one where you have to go through the, the oh city where you go God. up. The, everybody should have to do that without Quest Helper. I'm sorry. Bro, In Search of the Marique and Morning's End Part 2 should not have Quest Helpers. And no. I'm not normally like this because everyone no. deserves to suffer the same way that everyone who came before them suffered. That is I don't, literally I don't believe that about most things. <laughs> but In Search of the Marique and Morning's End Part 2, that is a universal pain that RuneScape players need to go through. And Quest Helper... Yep does a disservice to the future of the runescape community <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be as tough as we were tough as nails <laughs> damn oh, <laughs> but to to the point i was making earlier I, I support what they did because again runescape is not a game that should be modified the devs don't want that the players don't want that and if you open it up to make it look however you want sure we'll allow runescape texture packs you open up a lot of problems. The way they did it was shitty. Yeah. 117, you can go on his Twitter or their Twitter, her Twitter. I don't know who 117 is. The, oh, right. The character, the character icon is a male RuneScape character. Everybody's gendering <laughs> them. That's, know. that's the least important part of this situation. <laughs> Point is, 117 had made posts since about January 2020, I believe of just small little graphical improvements. And the work just started to get better and better and better. Like, there's a video of, like, the reworked water and lava. Holy shit. The lava in the Inferno, the water at Zalra and in Relica. Beautiful. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous! And it wasn't a secret. It wasn't a blue light cheat client where you have to have, like, a friend of a friend tell you a secret code word to, like, walk to a tower in West Varrock and be like, I think we should pop the anime titties. And then someone sends you a Discord name, and then you get an invite to the Discord, which then you have to go on a scavenger hunt to download the cheat client. It wasn't secret, <laughs> right? It was within the guidelines of Jagex and Adam from Runelike, who I imagine is, like, a director higher up. I have no idea who. I've just seen his name the last couple of days. I think Adam is the develop like the guy who made Rune Knight, the head developer. Thank you, Adam. Talk about king shit. Thank you, Adam. Um. So what was shitty is that Jagex knew, and they pulled the plug on the day of release. Whether or not they knew it was the day of release was irrelevant. They pulled the plug on the same day they did an art stream that coincidentally happened to be the same day it was going live. It's yeah. bad. They didn't, and initially. They didn't cooperate with him. They didn't give him any sort of... Because he offered, he's like, I will take it down the minute your graphical rework is done. Please let me keep my work. Yeah. And, like, the way he worded it was like, I asked, Jagex said no. But, like, think about that from, like, a human standpoint. If you put 
it would be like if you put 2,000 hours into your RuneScape account and then you just got hard banned because they're releasing a new skill. Or, yeah. or they're like reworking smithing and you just got hard banned for that. Imagine what that's got to feel like. So it's not just like, hey, can I keep it up? No? Alright, cool. The this is the humanist in me talking right now so i've been in a very therapeutic setting for the last several days (laughs) the sheer gutted pain that i would feel if i put that much work into it i don't imagine 117 asking and getting told no i imagine it more of like a please 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 like begging let me keep this open like like can we not just talk about it exactly like the the pain this person had to have gone through when hearing about this like that is just gutting to like wake up in the morning to an email from the devs or the parent company of a game that you love and and be like oh your life's work suck a dick like like Here's how I imagine it. Oh, imagine oh my it's God. He, the way he worded it on Reddit was like at the eleventh hour. So listen, you're you know tomorrow is your release day. You're up all night, like scouring the code for any bugs. You like get one hour of sleep before the release. You wake up to an email. Sorry, not gonna happen, dude. That's that's I can't imagine that. Like. Ugh. And I think that's honestly what was that, that like, that's the outrage. It's not that Jag- you've been saying this, like it's not that Jagex made a decision because at the end of the day, it's their game. They can do what they want. Yes. We pay for membership, but ultimately it's their game and nobody should get mad that this decision was made. It's how the decision was made. Exactly. That's why we had riots in Falador. That's why, not riots, but like, that's why we had the protests in Falador. And of the people who have played this game for a long time, I guarantee you at least 50, if not more, members of our clan played during graphical update. That was their time to play. Pretty much anyone, I'm 25 years old right now, anyone younger than the age of 25, I guarantee you, has distinct memories of OSHD. Yeah. I, that's that's just how it is. So the concept of HD RuneScape is is perfectly fine with probably like I assume a good majority of the player base. Yeah. But this sent people into an out. People were like, "Bro, I cannot wait to vote no in this poll." So Jagex's three thousand hours of paid development work gets sh- sh- flushed on the toilet. People were pissed at Jagex. This is a good segue into. Y'all gotta chill the fuck out when dealing with Jagex because yeah. no, like yes, Jagex as a company can piss you off. It could be Jagex, it could be the Carlisle group that could piss you off. The devs are not the ones making these decisions, right? They had nothing to do. With Husky that. and Arcane, who are probably busting their asses on TOA, are not the ones sitting at a table going, you know what we should do? Absolutely. <laughs> Can ruin one one seven day. Speaking of this raid mechanic, no, the, the devs are not doing that. The fact that people are receiving death threats over this—that's way too much. If you were in the old school RuneScape community, if you were at the three hundred two riots, I don't give a f- who you are. If you were at the three hundred two riots. You gotta reassess how you're handling things that Jagex and the J mods do. Right. They do a lot of shit that I don't agree with either. Like I think 
I've got everything from like big problems to like little nitpick things. It's because I'm passionate about the game. Everyone who has a passion for the game is going to have things I don't agree with. If you're setting up a cannon and rioting and just sitting idly by while people are making death threats to the people who spend 40, 50, 60 hours a week, years of their life coding what is likely your favorite hobby, you got to and reassess what's going on like this is not a subtle whatever this is straight call out post if you were there on 302 you really got to take a second and be like what's going on yeah because it's just unacceptable and inappropriate it gets a little better jagex saw the outrage 117's right. post has like seventy thousand upvotes on reddit I think it's the the number one most upvoted thing in the 2007 scape Reddit. It is. It made it to Reddit all. Like it, it made it to top page of Reddit. Bro, PC gamer wrote an article about it. Like oh my it gosh. is insane, right? So before we move on into like the what what I think you're segueing into, there mm -hmm. is some things that I saw. Uh, a friend posted a video. Davidas, not my friend. He posted a video of his take. Like he was checking out the riots. And one thing that people were spamming is like, vote no to group Iron Man. Vote no to future updates. Like, to spite Jagex. That's so stupid, dude. That scares the heck out of me, bro. Like, that is so all stupid. All they need is, they just need the vocal minority to get enough people pissed off uh, to, to, to tell people, like, go vote in mass to say no to all these things that Jagex wants Jagex Jagex wants to do, Jagex wants to do. Uh, Odoblock over here is not saying Jagex's name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Jagex tickets. No, that that uh, I when I heard that I was like, please, 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 don't vote no to Group Iron Man. Like you can't just like you can't halt all updates to this game because of this. Yes, Jagex was wrong, and we're gonna get into what they've done to kind of rectify the situation, but. Saying no to like updates that other people want that are going to be fun for this game is not the answer. Exactly. It's not. And and game devs specifically are open to and worthy of and deserving of criticism for things that they do. Mm -hmm. It can be big things like, hey, don't do this to this content creator, like 117. It can be things like, hey, Where's that security update you talked about back in 2019? That was a big thing rotating. It's like, hey, remember when they said they would make these all these big security changes and we've heard nothing since the roadmap in 2019, basically? And down to little things like, hey, remember when you lied about the requirements for the Elite Combat Diary? Or at least you lied in your speculation? It's Again, that's, a, that's not an actual complaint. That's a nitpick that was speculative right. at the time. It's an example. Game devs are open to and at times deserve criticism for their work because at the end of the day what they're doing is a service to you and service sometimes deserves criticism criticism and death threats are not the same thing nope hey nope 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 <laughs> hey the blowpipe nerf sucks balls you're ruining a fundamental weapon of the game rework it like take this proposal and rework it because this is the shittiest idea you've had in a while is different from a death threat about a weapon that looks like you're pleasuring an elephant when you're using Like, you know the motion. Everyone who's used a blowpipe knows exactly what I'm talking about and why I word it like that. 
criticism and death threats are not the same thing. So, yes, continue to not only criticize, right? Like, I'll bitch about the fact that Hydra and the Inferno are on the elite tier of the combat diaries. I, Michael can attest, the combat diaries have been my single favorite update of, like, the last, other than the leaks, too. I have been in love with the combat achievement diaries. So you can enjoy something and still criticize. It doesn't say you yeah. only have to criticize something. And again, the criticism's got to come out of passion, not violence. Understand why people are upset about this, because we all love this game so much. But this is just... No. 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 <laughs> all right. Just moving on. Days later. Days later. Like so... like 36. I wasn't like it was weeks. Oh, was it, it was days? like 36. I thought it was like out. two or three days. It was, it no? was like sub 48 hours jagex saw the response and was like <laughs> okay show they released a statement update on september 8th which is yesterday okay and, and the they time of recording uh, yeah at the time of recording and they pretty <laughs> much would they were like hey sorry about that that was our mistake we have um kind of backtracked on what we're saying and now we are willing to work with 117 and adam from runelight to create a cooperative development for what an HD rune light would look like. Which, the the best part is the community's response was like, oh, we did it, boys. Like, a lot of big content creators who were, like, outright pissed at Jagex. Uh, I don't mean, I don't mean content creators like Michael and I. I mean, like, Jimmy, Soup, both people were pissed at Jagex. Yeah. The big wigs. Uh, the of... big, even the big wigs were like, "Oh shit, we did it, baby. We won. We beat Jagex. Let's go raid with our pants off. Like we're, we've, we've done it, everyone." So I imagine there are still some people who are like willing to die on the hill of like Jagex made a big mistake, and Jagex did make a really big mistake, but they have retracted it and fixed it in such a way that it's going to be good overall. We, I think, it's going to be pretty pretty beneficial for the old school community to 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 work with here yeah sorry to get you riled up guys in the beginning of this you know the first half of this is like we didn't make it sound like there was any hope for for this situation but i mean really if you look at the news posts and you look at what they've been releasing on twitter and instagram and all these social media outlets like they recognize they messed up they know that this may have not been the best way to handle this situation because I mean, just, just the response from the community was enough to say, Hey, this ain't right. But like, you don't do that to, you don't do that to somebody and then just expect, you know, sunshine and roses. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times the, like Michael said, the, the loud minority Gets pissed off about a lot of things. Raids three when shut up. Nobody gives a shit about the new quest. When's group Iron Man? Sit the f down. You don't make a game. You don't even know how the clan system works, and you're gonna bitch about group Iron Man not being out. Shut up. Let them talk about a kingdom divided. Like, oh, that, have you seen Twitch chat? Don't like, read Twitch chat. Exactly. From like the the modcast, please. That it's that just... is that's very. I literally keep Twitch chat closed because I just want to focus on what the mods are saying. Right. Except when Sea Shanty comes on. When Sea Shanty Two comes on, uh, and everyone puts sour please in the chat at the same time, <laughs> and that dancing <laughs> gift just gets spammed. That's great. Oh, that's good shit. Um, 
the RuneScape community has redeeming qualities. We'll yeah, say that. But but this was this was different. This was overwhelmingly like, oh, this yeah. is bad. Like yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. made a mistake. Bad. And again, devs are open to this. So end of the day, Jagex has done what they can to mend their mistake. Right? Mm-hmm. This company that has been fairly transparent with us development wise about everything. You know, they all but said, listen, f***ers, you do not get combat achievements until this blowpipe gets nerfed. They they kept trying to say it subtly, that, like, we can't deliver new content until we fix this thing. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Right. That subtly was a way to be like, once it's done, you'll get your new stuff. Right. They they've, have uh... never, they've never tried to be secretive about what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, in the group Iron Man modcast, they're like the the chat was spamming, "Give us a date, give us a date, give us a date," and I think it was Husky had to finally be like, "Listen, we can't give you a date because Engine won't give us anything to work with, so like they have to basically wait for the Engine team to put all these like uh, things into their system so that they can start to test it out, make sure it's working." And if they give us a date that says, okay, November 16th, and then the engine is like two hours later than they should be, that could put out the, that, I mean, that could make Group Iron Man be like November 26th. Like, we just don't know. And they yeah. don't know. So to give them so much grief for all of this stuff is just, I don't know of any other game where the developers get so much crap for just trying to be good developers literally not a single one and <clears throat> so I'll, let Maybe me compare activision because they suck but activision sucks balls <laughs> if you work at activision i'm sorry and sorry. it's not your fault that you work at activision <laughs> activision is they're like an evil mega mind corporation of video games <laughs> we could probably bitch about activision for a whole day and not but to mention, not, not, not to mention, like developers though, it's the company Activision. E- exactly. The best I can compare what is happening right now, Halo Infinite's development has been rather turbulent these past few weeks. If you're a Halo fan like myself, you've been following along with like what's been going on. You like Halo, Oxy? Uh, you know, I, I've I've never brought it up on the podcast I, I, before, but no this one, is my confession. I know? am I am a little <laughs> bit of a Halo fan. I only have one Halo tag. Um. But <laughs> the development of Halo Infinite has been really cool in the sense that, like, they're releasing new weapons, new introductions to the sandbox, new ways to customize your Spartan. We've got new maps. We can assume we have old maps. We have this super expansive campaign that we don't even know what it's going to feature. Like, the prospect that the flood could return in Halo Infinite scares the dog shit out of me and i am so excited to see if that comes through that's gonna be awesome doesn't but this I'm... game come out in a couple months yeah they haven't given you like even giving you anything bro the flood if it if it's in the game at all it's gonna be a secret okay because okay. it was it, it was a secret in the first game and they released it as a like not like a secret but as like a bonus dlc for halo wars 2 and like uh-huh. we hadn't seen the flood at that point in like for like 10 years so if the flood are in Halo Infinite, I guarantee you it's gonna be like a like a big twist. 
that like you, like you weren't expecting. Oh my god, I can't talk about this because I'll just I'll speculate <laughs> too much. The point is, Infinite's development has been turbulent because if you're a Halo fan, there's no co-op campaign at launch. There's no Forge at launch. There, something they haven't really addressed, but something I have been anticipating. A lot of people's favorite armor is not going to be in at launch because of the battle pass system. Like Halo has a wide ver- array of armor. Whether it's your standard Mark V, Mark VI, like the Master Chief, or anything from Halo 3, 4, 5, it's not all going to be there at launch. Um, there are new game modes that are going to be added post-launch. They're, they're addressing things like the XP challenge progression system that has moved away from Halo's traditional, you know, earn XP per match and now instead earn this Battle Pass progression. Like, they've moved away from... Michael's dying, and I'm just going <laughs> to keep talking. Uh, I hate to stop you, but this is a RuneScape podcast. <laughs> this this is a RuneScape podcast, but this is why it is relevant. <laughs> okay. The I'm, devs I'm have listening. received quite a bit of negative feedback about this. The devs of Halo Infinite have opted to be like, hey, we hear you. This is what we can fix. This is what you're going to have to f-ing deal with. Yeah, like this is what is coming at launch. Like Forge is a huge game mode. Sorry, it's not at launch. Can't get done. Games nowadays are massive compared to what they were back in two thousand seven. Both in the sense of RuneScape and Halo, massive. So it's coming post-launch. Sorry, we hear you, and we'll do what we can to work with feedback, but we're not going to give you everything. RuneScape players have this idea that. What they say is the law. 343 Industries has never pulled a goddamn thing, and they run debatably the single most popular shooter franchise in the world. If you say Call of Duty is more popular, it's because you've never played a Halo game before. Hand to God. 343 (laughs) does, they take community input, but it's not gospel. Right. The RuneScape community has taken it upon themselves to make it like their almost like the devs are their servants they're not they're game devs sometimes shit just has to get put through right you burn the devs at the stake for making the blowpipe worse you know it's i think it's it's a it's a culmination of like how how we got old school was like with this promise that it's never going to be runescape 3 we're never going to do that and you know why? Because we're going to pull everything. Like, that was such a, a, a glimmer of hope for people who are, like, post-EOC, post-microtransactions, and just wanted to play RuneScape. But now, it is the biggest, like, thorn in Jagex back that they still have to pull stuff. Because I trust, the, I trust everything Jagex does when it comes to the love they have for this game. I say Jagex as more so referring to like the dev team, like the dev team. I don't know if the company Jagex, the people who are investments, like the investors of this game really care. Like they want to make money. So yeah, but like the dev team, I trust them with this game because they love it as much as we do. They really do follow any J mod on Twitter and they don't post RuneScape updates. They post account progress updates. 
Yeah. Like, go favorite Mod Arcane's Inquisitor's Mace drop he finally got on his Iron Man a few months ago. <laughs> like, these people play the hell out of this game, and they make yeah. it. So, to say, like, we pay, we say, is, no, you really, don't. is really, like, uh, just a kick while they're down. Because they're really trying to do the best they can with this. And... <clears throat> Again, if if we could get rid of polling, I think that this game could go in a direction that everybody likes. You know, we could have updates. Arguably, some things would be kind of monka. Um, I'm I'm not a, the biggest fan of their proposal for warding, and if that had been just implemented, eh, I don't know. But yeah, like, I, and I, and I agree. Like a majority the, the boss, there. the boss slayer master. I didn't really like yeah. that either. I thought that was a bit too. It set yourself up to farm bosses too much, like daily games. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. so we could get around that kind of stuff with just having poll, like not poll blogs, but like we could have update blogs and get player feedback. But it's not like you said; it's not set in stone. It's not gospel that if the player base hates it, the vocal minority hates it, that it's not going to come into the game because. They're at the end of the day, they're at the mercy of the polls. And this kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier. Jagex could spend 3000 development hours, pay people extortionate amount of money to develop a client, uh, like a toggle for their client that doesn't pass a poll if they choose to pull it, because they technically could just say this is an integrity change. We're not going to pull it. The last get integrity it over with. change they tried to make was a shit show i don't what think... was it it was the blowpipe nerf oh the last major integrity oh. <laughs> change the devs have made to this game almost got them all fired so like let's not i don't think it was that extreme but like yeah come on man like they have to they're careful with their integrity changes after that i promise you that right. they've always been but like so they could spend all that time all that money and it's still not past the poll just out of spite like that that's worrisome you have like you got to think about it too this just like think about it in the terms of you want to do something for your game that you love and you're sitting there in your in your development meeting and somebody always has to ask well do you think this will pass a poll what are the what is the likelihood that this is going to pass and then they have to scrap it because nobody thinks you know like early oh stage of development God. it's not going to happen like imagine if oxy and i are doing this podcast and we have great ideas, but we have to ask the community every time, what do you, like, should we talk about this, yes or no? And if it gets a no, we can't talk about it. That would just be so demoralizing and demotivating to want to do anything good for this, for this podcast, let alone the people who work for Jagex. And, and so, it, when, you, when you look at it in the sense of, a, like, this particular podcast, if we had to poll every single content like main title content piece that we do we had to pull the structure of our episodes and people didn't want to hear about the mid game because when you think about it like it, had you had you been in a text chain with michael and i the day we conceived that mid game episode that people seem to love it seems to be one of our both metrically and socially one of our like best episodes and mm -hmm. i personally michael and i love that one the text chain was literally me being like, what's up? I'm not home yet. You want to talk about bullshit in the 50s? He's like, the <laughs> 1950s? I'm like, no, like level 50s. I don't know what the f I'm talking about. You know, he's like, 
alright, dude, whatever, I guess we'll think of something. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the, the pitch for that episode was a joke. And had we sent that and been like, do you guys want to hear about, like, literally the worst part of the game? <laughs> the 50s blues? Literally nobody would have wanted to hear that. Not a single person would have been like, yes, I love to hear about this part of the game that I'm stuck in and I hate. But it's helped so many people. It's it really helped has. so many people. And it, Michael's right, it is demoralizing to have this good idea and have consistently good ideas and then people not want to talk about it yeah. or not want it. Like, that would be horrible for a podcast. I imagine it's horrible for the dev team. We're probably going to head to break soon because Michael and I have been recording for an hour, but I, this might be a little bit of a longer one. I told Michael before we recorded, I'm like, bro, this should be a short episode. I got shit to do tomorrow. It was never a short episode. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a question, Michael. Yeah, what up? I've been contemplating this a little bit myself. And I know other people have talked about it. I haven't really seen many videos or many posts about it. So prior to Jagex backtracking, right, this was the first time in at least my experience with the game that they have outwardly and publicly, like, shut down anything having to do with a third-party client so i was i was wondering at the time like is this going to set the precedent for future things about rune light in addition to jagex at this point having the gall is not the right term but having the will to say like no we are doing this ourselves and you're not going to do it. Period. The gonads. A, a, what, however <laughs> you want to word it. Like, that's not yeah. something Jagex has done. All the while, Jagex has been in development of tile markers, expanded GPU, expanded right. setting. Like right. we said, a pretty much color copy of what Rune Light is to some extent. So, my question to you is do you think with Jagex? Having the authority, it feels like less of a viable question now because what has transpired since the event. Like, do you think this is the beginning of the end for third-party clients? Do you think this is the sort of the domino effect, the first domino in the domino effect of Jagex is now starting to publicly shut down projects? Jagex is now... You know, first it's the HD client, then it's the plugin hub, then it's certain like integrated plugins. Like, maybe we don't want you seeing how many charges are left in your jewelry. Maybe we don't want you being able to label the tiles that you mark. Maybe we don't want you to have ground item markers on Rune Light because we're working on that ourselves. Yeah. Do, do no, you think... bring up a good point. I think this could, if I'm looking at it, a purely like glass half empty. This could be the downfall of what we know to be like really good quality of life updates or quality of life uh, plugins and different features for RuneLight purely on the basis that Jagex wants it in their client and their client only. It, it could be something that we look back and say like this was the catalyst. Glass half full though. This could be partially one of those realizations for Jagex to say like, uh, we messed up on that one. Not going to do it again. 
we can't touch Runelight because 70% of our player base logs in through that client and the other 30% are maybe just scared to do anything but vanilla. You know, we it's, literally it's had not... someone message in general chat today. I'm considered downloading Runelight. Is it safe to download? And the entire every single knight and mod in the Discord was like, "Please download Runelight." Yeah, like oh, if I hung out with them playing vanilla PC. <laughs> oh my god, please download Runelight. I hung out with that... them in in voice chat, shared my screen, and showed them all of the pl- all of the plugins and stuff that they should download and get from Runelight. So Man. no, this this could be one way or the other, and I'm hoping it's glass half full where Jagex just realizes they can't touch Runelight. It's too out of out of their control to shut something like this down. Because if I'm being 100% honest, I probably would not play as much as I do without Runelight. It is that quality of life for me. I play a ton on mobile, and don't get me wrong, it's nice, but I'm not doing raids i'm not doing anything substantial on mobile because it's i don't like it i mean there are people that we play with who are mobile locked but it's it's not it's not by choice you know like leo's not sitting on his phone being like man i love this he's sitting there be like i would rather be on a pc and i would rather be on rune light you know so i don't think they can touch rune light now if they can they can probably start to limit things that Runelight puts out, you know, like they, like you said, like they probably could do away with the plugin hub and just give us what is in the settings. That might be a thing because if we're being honest, dude, a lot of the stuff in the plugin hub is way too quality of life, way too, like if we're talking simply just graphical changes, there's things in the plugin hub that changed the way that RuneScape looks. Not to the effect of HDORS, but you can change the way this game looks. <laughs> you can have like uh you can have like highlighted bosses. You can highlight the square underneath a boss. You can totally highlight your whole inventory if you want to. It's just yeah, it's a it's <laughs> inventory to <laughs> inventory to <laughs> it's a it's a very thin line that they're they're treading right now and it's going to be interesting to see over the coming months maybe even weeks days whatever it takes to see what what really happens with this there may even be more that comes out from the time we record to the time we post because it's going to be a minute um there's probably going to be a bunch of stuff that comes out yeah that we didn't that we we don't even know about yeah you're going to be listening to this episode like but why haven't you talked about the statement jagex made about like already shutting down rune light even though <laughs> some of the plugins are totally harmless like i'm looking at a plugin right now that is the funniest and least harmful thing in the entire game it's called the tob mistake tracker if you're not already <laughs> using it go to the plugin hub and let me let me see if i can pull you up the name oh it is it's by i don't know who it's by it's called tob mistake tracker and it just puts visual callouts like your character screams something auto chats it when you mess up in tob so if you stand no in blood way. and maiden your character shouts i'm drowning in maiden's blood it's oh just almost gosh. in this like loud no i'm failing just to embarrass you and make the raid a little bit more fun when That's you get hilarious. bounced by versic your character shouts bye because you're probably gonna die <laughs> 
Like that is oh, in good. every sense of the word completely harmless to the way RuneScape played. The raid data tracker, the supply tracker, the the agility highlighter, loot tracker, loot tracker, all completely harmless to the way the game is played. But some of them are independent plugins that may or may not be RuneLight approved or right. Jagex approved. So this this whole controversy has just kind of gotten me thinking that like what if this is not like this is it but yeah. what if we've come yeah. to a point where jagex is now going to begin to be more forward with what they want whether it's because they don't want it in runelight or because they want it the steam client which this is a side personal tangent i hope it's not the latter because the steam client's never going to be that popular it, it might help them attract some new players off of steam but at this point, all roads lead to RuneLight. Everybody yeah. will eventually find this client. So, like, TMD brought up a good point that, like, you can't multi-log on the Steam client. Oh, man. Like, you can't play your main, your alt, your pure, and your Iron Man at the same time. If you're quad-logging or a psychopath, but, like, point is, you can't log into multiple accounts at one time. It has to be linked to your Steam account. We've already right. seen that the Steam account security... As far as getting into your RuneScape account, it's not the most secure thing in the world. So, you know, there's just, I don't know. There's a lot about the Steam client that is never going to be as good as RuneLight is. Or at least for a while. Because you gotta think, this shit already exists. Yeah. If you take away the loot tracker because Jagex wants to put it in the Steam client, how long is it going to take for Jagex to make a loot tracker? You're just going to go from what, September right. to February without knowing what you've gotten as a drop? Yeah, that brings up a good point. It's like, when when were they even going to release their HD? Is it going to be is it going to be winter 2030 by the time we see any sort of HD client? Because all they said in that original news post was it is in the beginning stages of development. Early to begin, whatever. Meaning they probably had a meeting about it and somebody said, let's start working on that. Put it on the backlog. That's probably all they talked about. Not, hey, we've got somebody who is currently working on Lumbridge and they're working to expand to the different cities. It's in development. We can show you some progress. Probably not. So, yeah. yeah. It, it leads to a lot of questions. It leads to a lot of concerns. Questions, concerns, and I would think, at, at times, outrage aside, right? Because, again, Michael and I and pretty much everybody else I know who plays this game, we're like, this is, why? This is a horrible idea. <laughs> the takeaway from this episode has got to be, just be, oh, Jesus Christ, be nice to the J-Mod. Yep. Sometimes. Like we said, it doesn't mean they're not worthy of scrutiny, but I'll stand by it. If you were at the 302 riots for more than just observing the spectacle, you got to do some reevaluating, dude. Yep. So to end on a good, like a positive note, 
Uh, I'll read it directly from them. It says, Our conversations today have included 117 Scape and Adam from Runelight, and we are actively exploring the options on how we can work together to offer 117 Scape's plugin as a bridge until our own version is ready for release. So that is the glimmer of hope we're going to leave you with because, like we said, we are releasing this, or we're recording this way early. So by the time this comes out, technically we could have Runelight HD and this is kind of a no, like a mute point we don't know like we don't know what that means like we're working together to offer it that could mean that they don't offer it until they fully like comb through every bit of code that they can and that might take a while or they'll just say hey we trust you put it out but that's highly unlikely <laughs> it's highly unlikely so there's a glimmer of hope, and we might see this uh, soon. We might not, but I'm excited for it. I am stoked. Oh, and I tell you how beautiful that client looks. I had not like I hadn't seen a lick of anything on Twitter or nothing. Like if you had asked me who One One Seven Scape was before this week, I would have told you I have no idea. But if you go on their Twitter, um, we can put it in the description. Link it in the description. Just look at the past couple posts. Um, they've posted screenshots. They are gorgeous. Gorgeous. So like, nice. Like the lighting, the lighting in itself. If you look at the Theater of Blood now, it's like this washed out purple mess. Like It is really red, client, black, and purple. Like that's the entire yeah. color palette. <laughs> in the HD client, it's all like dark and like spooky and... It's got fog and it's got lights bouncing off places and shadows. And it's like, it makes it look like, like real. Like, I can't wait to see what uh, Chambers of Xerix looks like when you're fighting Ulm. <sighs> like, the, oh, another one. The catacombs, they oh made all God, of the, the crystals. look so good. The Holy crystals shit. are all like, like luminescent and it's all dark in there. And it's like, oh my God. I guess I can this see is see why they were pissed because that looks amazing. And they probably well, like, man, we didn't even think to do that. Well, like, this is what worries <laughs> me about, you know, at least this is what worried me when this first came out. Like, I know we said we we're going to break soon, but I, Michael sorry. and I are still going to talk about <laughs> Sorry, <that>. not sorry. I <laughs> said uh, literally, sorry, not sorry. Um, because Jagex has made the statement that, like, originally they're just taking it down, and now 117 Scape's plugin is a bridge until our own version is ready, but it doesn't mean 117 Scape's plugin. Is going to come out tomorrow. 117 Scape's plugin is immaculate. It is not only, it's based off of the 2008 like general texture redesign, but the quality, it, it's 2021 quality RuneScape. It's mm -hmm. still, it's still RuneScape. It still holds its very like cartoony nature to it, you know? Yeah. But it, Oh my god, it is immense. The screenshots we got from Jagex <laughs> just were not the same quality. And what yeah. I worry is that Jagex is going to put out their mystical, magical HD client, and it's going to be horrible in comparison. Not that I don't have faith. Oh my god, Michael just posted a photo of the Versic fight that went 117 game. That's oh Jesus Christ! I can't wait for this plugin to come out, dude. Oh my God, it looks so good. Um, Doesn't it? 
But this isn't to say that Jagex will do a bad job. Recently, Jagex's art design has been awesome. The Shazian rework is kick-ass. The new bossing encounters they've designed through Kingdom Divided have been super cool. The animation quality has improved a lot. We talked about this in the Client Divided episode. But, like, oh my god. I really worry that, like, a statement like this, even if it's backtracked, they've shot themselves in the foot. That if it doesn't look like this or better, I know, right? They're fucked. They are. It's like I, this or nothing. Like I, am, I want I am this all or for I don't want it at all. <laughs> but literally, if it does not look, if it literally, if it's not this or better, they're they're. Fucked. Granted, this is all we have, so we're a little biased, right? Like we're looking at screenshots. We have no idea how this plays. We have right. no idea <laughs> what sort of graphical problems are introduced. Like. Lighting and shadows are a beautiful visual feature in the theater of blood. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. shadows are a key part of knowing where attacks are going to land in right. the theater of blood. Shadow in the pestilent bloat can be the difference between having a perfect two down bloat or wiping every time because you can't see where the body parts are falling. Like we don't know how this is going to affect gameplay visually speaking whereas that's the advantage shagex has is that they know where to and not to add shadows and lighting that's true whereas and they're going to develop content based on what hd graphics would look like yeah like they're going to develop mechanics and bosses and things whereas they would develop some sort of you know they would put their own spin on a boss not knowing what some other random dude is going to make it look like in their hd client mm -hmm. i think that's kind of if we're playing it, devil's advocate, you know? And it also comes down to, like, more than just environmental things. Because, like, some things are hard to see anyway. The crystals at Chambers of Zarek get every single person on a learner raid killed oh, every time it. they go. Every time they go. <laughs> Michael and I included. Like, the crystals are hard to see at first. And RuneScape is rather simple. And we've said that that's part of their advantage, is that they are a rather simple, simply designed game. If, if we have this HD client, right? An example I'm thinking of is Zalra. Zalra's ranged attack is almost the exact same color as the water at Zalra. Yeah. Zalra's ranged attack is tiny and dark green. And it's not a problem in the range phase, but if it's coming at you in the mage phase, you might not know it's going to hit you. There goes your hardcore Iron Man. Right. Now, if you're an experienced player, you understand that if you don't see the big glowing fireball, you should make sure your HP is over 40. Because, like, yeah. that snake does not discriminate. <laughs> They'll hit you. They'll hit you good. But <laughs> it provides a visual disadvantage sometimes with HD graphics because the game has, not, has never been designed around HD graphics. And that's where I think... That's kind of why I think Jagex's client won't crash and burn, per se. I True. think it's going to... If Again, if it doesn't look like this, holy shit. The Shazian picture? Oh my god. It looks so good. If it doesn't look this quality, players are going to have a problem outright. But yeah. like I said, Jagex has the advantage of knowing how these visuals are going to affect gameplay. Yeah. I just... That's I, the only advantage. They, that's literally the only advantage they have. And they could say like, hey, you know what? That's why we did this. But I don't think that was why they did this. But it's... A, it's okay, that's like saying... 
you know, it's the only advantage they have, right? We're all wearing the exact same gear to General Grardor. We all have rune, like full rune, rune kite shields, amulets of fury, dragon boots, just like we did back in the old days. And everyone's wielding a DDS, except for this one guy who's got this thing called the Scythe of Vitor. It's the only advantage he has. Like, that's good. That's like a game-changing... It's a pretty, it's a pretty a big advantage. <laughs> advantage right there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't want it to be negative. I'm cautious. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic, I suppose, is a good way. I, I just hope that... At least, I don't, oh, I, I don't want to, like, sound hypocritical to what I just said mm-hmm. about respecting the devs, but, like, God, I hope for the devs' sake, whatever they release is gorgeous. That goes back to my point earlier. Is like, they love this game as much as we do, and I don't doubt that it's going to look good. It's just the time aspect, because we've been, we've been promised Group Iron Man since 2019. It is now 2021 nearing 2022 and we may not have group iron man until closer to 2022 so like i understand there's other things that take precedent and maybe the team isn't as big as they'd like it it's not runescape 3 dev team Mm -hmm. arguably old school dev team should be bigger but runescape makes some money it's the sugar mama so it's like we're not gonna get that maybe we will one day but updates just take a long time and that's that's a downfall of this of this game. I'm not saying it's worthy of death threats. No, no, it's not. But it is a frustration that I, as a player, feel is we we want it and we want it now. It's my money and I need it now. Oh my you know? god! It, it's so true. I was <laughs> JG Wentworth commercials. <laughs> I was literally at my desk, like seething angry we have a friend in our clan who is in the same clan of another jmod and knows this jmod right we're not going to say who we're not going to say the clan um, right and i was talking to this person a good friend of ours in tnl and i was like dude i need this combat achievements diary to come out like tomorrow or, or yesterday at this point. This was back in like February. Like I, I was at a cow fight task. I'm like, I just want the Chancellor home. Like I wanted the content so bad. And that was the first time I heard my friend be like, yo, dude, I, I, I'm friends with a J mod. And the consensus is you're not getting shit till this blowpipe nerf hits. And I'm like, all right, I have a new desire. Throw my blowpipe in the trash. I don't <laughs> care. I want combat achievements so bad. Take like, it. Sacrifice the blowpipe. <laughs> like, I understand. Really, we do understand wanting content so bad. Michael has been stuck in Zaya. We think he's dissociated himself into group Iron Man at this point. That's literally where he's at. He wants this content so <laughs> bad. <laughs> like... <laughs> we get it we group really iron man do. is my combat achievements like we i want, really do <laughs> want to play it so bad you, you just gotta give people time and most importantly you gotta give them respect jesus christ give them some basic human respect this main title section as per obs is one hour 26 minutes and 54 seconds long on my is it break time do we think it's break time we could go for another half an hour what do you say 
No, that, first of all, time. first of all, that's what she said. <laughs> Second of all, uh, we should go to the break. Should go to the break. All right, folks. Um, you've listened to us <laughs> talk enough. Um, We're gonna enjoy hear this talk commercial, some more, baby. Yeah, enjoy this commercial, which we surely didn't recycle. And if you're on, <laughs> listen here, real quick. If you're on the audio version of this podcast, and that's all you know, do yourself a favor and skip to. I don't know. Let's just say, let's just call it one hour and 22 minutes in the YouTube version. I'm going to, I'm going to be so happy if that's correct. Skip to the commercial and watch it. Cause it's not just an audio commercial. It's video as well. And I also, think you'll like it. I would like to apologize for a strong lack of runescape commercials. Uh, I, I love making the runescape commercials. I have made, a majority of them. Michael has I made, made two. a few of them. Yeah, made Michael's two. made two. I've made every <laughs> single other one. Um or at least had a say in the development of every single other one. Like the clan yeah. system I didn't edit, but I compiled the audio together and I made that what it was. I love doing this and just just it has been so busy. And like we've said in the past, the Fortunato ad took me six hours to make. Because I had to get the shots, the edit, things like that. And it's a 90-second commercial. Um, these things take a lot of time. So I personally would like to apologize for the... What is going on, like, 15 episodes of recycled ads at this point? Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, we we have new stuff coming out. I have already showcased, Michael, a few different audio segments Ooh, of so ads excited. we have planned in the future that are done. We just have to get the visuals for them. So excited. So, also, the lack of RuneScape creative TikToks. I would also like to apologize for that, because all the in-game RuneScape TikToks are made by me. Michael, that's why the, the IRL ones are more popular, because Michael knows TikTok a hell of a lot better than I do. Um, Arguably, but, that's why we haven't been posting those, is because I've had to edit the episodes for the last, like, month and a half, and I usually edit the TikToks when it's off week for me. So, like... If you guys don't know, Oxy and I switch back and forth. He edits, I edit, he edits, I edit. And I generally will edit a TikTok on my on the week that I'm not editing the main uh, podcast. So. Same. I'll get footage for like a stupid yeah, sound. Yeah. Like I'll find a sound that I'm like, this could be funny in RuneScape. And like I'll get, those take me like half an hour, right? And even, <laughs> that's a, a literally a nine second TikTok takes me half an hour. Like I'm, it takes a while. <laughs> I have not been sitting here with my dick in my hand at the runecrafting altar playing RuneScape. I have been physically unable to be at my PC for an extended right. period of time to make this kind of content edit. That's why Michael's been pulling the weight editing-wise. And again, I really do appreciate you for that. And I know the audience yeah. does as well. Uh, that's also why there's been no new ads. <laughs> there's been no TikToks. Why they, like We haven't been tweeting anything. <laughs> We've been, <laughs> we slash I have been hella busy. So yeah, after this week, like after this episode goes live, Oxy, I'm locking you to your desk, and I want three new ads on my drive by the end of the day. <laughs> by the end of the day, Jesus Christ! I won't even have the photo. I won't even have the footage for one ad. Done. Just give me the audio, Doug. I got you. <laughs> I. I love getting the thing. I love getting footage, but I'm such a stickler that like I will wait for an NPC to face <laughs> the camera. 
for 20 minutes. I have I, I have deleted 20 minute videos off my video recorder before because I needed eight seconds of like Fortunato standing next to his wine stand. <laughs> that shit takes forever sometimes. You're not wrong. You're not it wrong. It takes forever. And like But I'm really proud of the ads we've put out. So like yeah, that's, that's why that's why it's like I don't give a shit if it takes a long time because I think we provide good content. Call me biased, but that's why there hasn't been any. Speaking of actually going to a break and not getting on a side tangent, send us away for real this time, Michael. Yeah. All that said, go to YouTube, check it out, but enjoy this recycled commercial. We'll see you after the break. Hi there. My name is Farmer Grycaller, and this here's a tithe farm. Now, this here is not your general type of farming that you see around other folks doing. My plants are special. Why? Because they grow real fast. Now, if you're asking me, it is pretty simple. Plant, water, and pick. Now, this isn't all just for fun, no. I've got a, a little shop that my granddaughter helped me set up. Okay, well, I do got to be honest with you. I don't take gold pieces. My shop only accepts points that get awarded by yours truly. You get points each time you bring in a harvest, so I'll be keeping track for you. Now, just to rattle off a couple things that might interest you, I've got an herb sack, a little box to put all your seeds and such, and uh, one of the best outfits. I call it the farmer's outfit. <laughs> oh, and I have a service, too, where I can send folks out to uh, to take care of all your weeds. Woohoo! That one's my favorite, and I sure do hate pulling weeds. It hurts my back. Come on down to the tithe farm and give it a try, and I'm sure you'll have some fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that recycled commercial, because I know that I sure did. Okay, so it is the point in the show where we want to thank our lovely patrons for supporting us in no particular order. Shout out to Hydraulic Monkey, Mac Ratinka Jones, Lord Jake, Pooper Cheeks, My Dad, Oxy's Dad, <laughs> and your dad. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have two dads. We have both dads no. supporting now. <laughs> no, he's my dad too. Yours and my dad. <laughs> this is staying in the episode. This is not getting cut out. As you start going, um, <laughs> sorry. Someday you'll get there. You'll get there someday. <sighs> Um, Spartan Fire. Oh, dang. He said leave him out. Uh, Redacted. <laughs> Jordy. <laughs> you know him. You love him. Scape Caution. And Rune Riot. Thank you so much to everyone who supports us on Patreon at the KBD and Wise Old Man Tears. If you want to do that and also get your name shouted out, 
Uh, like I said, Wise Old Man and KBD. The Party Pete tier is also quite fun because you get yourself an extra episode and you get our uh, you get our random gnome child shout out when you sub- <laughs> when you pledge at the $1 tier. I don't know. As Oxley says, we couldn't it couldn't go any lower than a dollar. So that's literally just like the bare minimum that Patreon has you uh, set. So patreon.com slash XP waste. That was a terrible terrible plug for patreon i am so sorry but like just the, the that was, comment just got me giggling i gotta say that I was lost an my o- train of thought that was an oxy quality plug to <laughs> suggest people pay us to do this that really was oxy quality right there <laughs> um we've talked about it in past weeks and you guys are never gonna believe this we still don't have an answer for the giveaway question oh yeah sorry guys we're not trying to scam you guys out of your single dollar uh, ruler or any amount that you pledge because you're uh, a remarkable amount of you are far more generous than either Michael or myself are expecting. Please, if anybody knows figuring a JMod, it out. if anybody yeah. knows a JMod, please send them our way because we just we just want to know if it's a bannable offense. For the love likely, of God. It likely is, but we want to figure out it's like we want to come up with a compromise of like, okay, so we can do this, but not this, so that we absolutely know for sure. We will so find we stop any and all people. any and all loopholes to provide additional content for our fans. So yeah. if that I don't even know what I could possibly suggest. You win a giveaway to my OnlyFans. That could be the giveaway. I have no idea. Only I didn't even know you had an OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, neither did I. I <laughs> oh, something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the fun question segment where we didn't just get an you know we didn't just get this question ten minutes ago. Wink, wink. I'll hit you with it, Oxy, because I think you're going to go first. So delightful. Question for you today is: If you guys could assemble a Gillenor Games style team of three content creators. Or well-known players, plus yourself, so four. Who would you pick? Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I was finishing chipping dense essence, you know, priorities here. My initial thoughts, because again, we didn't get this fun question 10 minutes ago. We got it about an hour and 45 minutes ago when Michael and I started recording. Um, <laughs> but we've had a little bit of time to think through our rants about the client. Honestly, I, I think a really a really fun combination would be A... Guns chili because as I've said, absolute fangirl, and he's a total gamer. Um, Torvesta because also big fangirl, and Jesus Christ, watching that man PK is is godly. I love it. Like I said a few months back, and I think our wilderness episode, Torvesta in DMM has absolutely delivered. Like it has been fantastic content to watch and as far as a third content creator goes i'm i'm always a bit torn because i don't know if i want to pick like someone someone along the lines of like a bodhi whose content i enjoy watching uh relative kind of i don't really pop into his streams like the youtube videos are, are pretty fun you know someone who's really good at the game or if i want someone a little bit more I guess someone a little bit more humorous, like Scape in when people answer this question with no fun question. Yeah. Scape answered Skiddler. I think Skiddler would be absolutely <laughs> hysterical. 
Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really torn. I think for the laughs and just for the absolute inefficient chaos that it would be, I would I would like to see a player like Jimmy or settled on my team just because oh, it would yeah. be just a total joke. Like it's super cliche, of course. I feel like everyone would want to pick either one of those two, but mm-hmm. I would need a balance between like Guns Chili and Torvesta are gamers, and <laughs> while I can be a gamer, I also absolutely like to just around in this game and i think either one of them would make a fantastic choice so flip a coin for either jimmy or settled plus myself that's one hell of a four-man team nice so did you go at this question thinking like like you have specific needs to win challenges or is this just like people you vibe with because i'm going at this like if we're in gillner games i need somebody who's good at pvm i need somebody who's good at like pking i need somebody like who likes lore that's kind of how i thought about it Honest to God, I just pick people I simp for. Okay, okay, fair enough. (laughs) They all have (laughs) unique strengths. I mean, like, let's say I pick Settled, for example. I have a top-tier PVMer, I have a top-tier PKer, and I have debatably the the single player in the game with the most oddly specific game knowledge about shit that I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Wait, who's the third? Settled. Oh, settled. Yes. The man has two high-level UIM. That's very true. He knows about the weird-ass training methods, and he knows That's how to play this game true. very, very well. Even if he his knows knowledge mechanics, is, man. <laughs> exactly. Super niche. Yeah, um, that's true. But again, honestly, it's just the people who I love their content. I did you think just... about it. I was like, oh, we're totally going to win all these challenges. It's like, oh my god, Torvesta could say hello to me. That would be great. <laughs> You just like, simp for the best, man. Absolutely, I really do. Say. That, honest to God, I really do. So, what so up? I'm gonna go with uh, Davidas, aka a friend, because that guy's just like he can put in hours and not get burnt out. Um, Mister No Sleep would be a lot of fun to play with too. Genuine dude. If you've ever watched him stream or his YouTube videos, the most genuine dude. Like, I'll say this. He still reads off followers on Twitch. Not a lot of content creators of that size read off like, hey, thanks for the follow. So, genuine guy. And then I think just for the laughs, skill specs is hilarious. Like, my only knowledge of skill specs as of late, because I don't really follow the PK scene, but like him on Behemoth Highlights hilarious <laughs> his cooking stream oh my gosh it was just good it's good so skill specs would be fun he's i mean he can pk but it's just unfortunate that the only thing that people seem to care about on highlights is like when he dies like the man can pk he's he's okay i mean i've never seen anything otherwise but um that that would be a pretty good team you have somebody who has been playing the game for a long time davidas is is there you have somebody who can like arguably out pvm anybody and that's mr no sleep and then i have a a pretty decent but also arguably really funny and fun guy to be around well, with skill specs and then obviously myself yeah if i had to go with like my friends it would be oxy and scape and then i don't know who a third would be but like <laughs> Scape's a PVMer. You're the lore guy, and um, technically we're content creators. I guess. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> has, 
Me, Michael, and Scape have streamed maybe four times in the entirety of 2021, it feels like, collectively. So yeah, to yeah. call us content creators is a bit of a stretch, but I mean, I, I appreciate it. This is content, it. and we're creating it. I mean, this podcast is I, I guess. I was thinking about it in the sense of, like, live streaming, which, like, oh, again, not all live streaming. I don't think I've ever seen Torvesta live, ever. I just no, patiently watch yeah, my... I just, like, patiently watch my subscriber feed to, like, <laughs> see a new video of him just fucking clapping kids in like four <laughs> bill worth of gear but, but yeah that, i think that would be a fun team um yeah now would we win galenor games with that team absolutely i don't, I don't think well, i'm so. winning dude you're I'm gonna win not 100%. me i'm absolutely winning i have the best of the best on my yeah, team. dude you're top tier even I'm if it's not, even if it's not settled and it is jimmy we have the best of the best on the whole team i don't I, care i think i honestly chose like b plus tier and you have like s tier <laughs> oh and not that like th their content isn't b plus no 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 no. i'm just saying in the term in, in uh, you know your team versus my team there's no comparison also skill stack skill specs and torvesta are known pk uh pk rivals that would be absolutely just fantastic it would it would <laughs> although well, it'd be it'll be like a rare it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be fun though like it'd be a random assignment it'd be like a pk challenge and we're like okay we picked our vesta like you guys miss here and like they send you out or something like that <laughs> <laughs> like you would just get absolutely I dead. I, same here with b b versus skill specs it'd be like five game ticks I'd be dead. like there's no <laughs> way dude oh my god no please comparison. bring out pvp matchmaking so people oh, can learn to get better at the game and PK. that's not lms because that's just a that's bot ridden Ugh. yes uh, make it have no monetary rewards so there's no bots just make it literally like a fucking halo call of duty matchmaking skill based mmr pk death That'd be fun dude that would be fun i probably would play that dude you could have like a one you could have free-for-all like even if you did like a five or ten person free for all game, like first to twenty five kills wins or something like that, right, or maybe first lives. to like maybe first to like ten kills, right? Yeah. Because like killing a player in Call of Duty takes a lot less time than killing a player in RuneScape if you have full supplies. Mm -hmm. So even if you just did, like, think about it, LMS starts right. Everybody has the same LMS gear the whole time. Uh, that can get upgraded, maybe not by killing people by finding things around the map like weapon pickups like mm -hmm. you know here's where a tentacle whip spawns here's where an ags spawns here's where a heavy ballista spawns you know pick up some of those or like get them randomly out of chests or something like that same thing with armor do something to that degree and then basically have it go every time you die you respawn with like super combat range potion karambwans sharks things like that have a free-for-all mode that's like first to 10 kills wins have a 4v4 mode first team to like 25 or 30 wins That'd oh my fun. god dude but so you're right no no monetary value like you don't get rewards from it it's literally just ranks because yeah, that or, or untradeable clout botted in two ticks man Un untradeable untradeable ornament kits would be sick yeah a toxic staff ornament kit could be awesome Things that you would apply to PvP items or things that you would apply to other items. Maybe give you a max cape variant when you reach, Ooh. like, diamond tier or something. Like, that would be so cool. Yeah. Jagex, again, know. free content. Please, Please take it. 
pre-con. The client even... looks fine. Focus on this. <laughs> yeah, big moger, big monkey, PvP, uh, matchmaking. <laughs> so we can right, dream. Folks, we can... We're we're not going to fill your ear holes any longer. Uh, we're going to end this one off now. <laughs> Michael keeps saying Michael keeps saying ear holes now. Apparently, that's our <laughs> new gig. <laughs> Tell them about the link so we can end this ear hole nightmare. So if you didn't already know, and if you are tired of hearing about it, I'm sorry, but like every single thing you could possibly want from us is either in the show notes on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, or in the description of this video on YouTube. So I work very hard. Oxy works very hard every week to curate this description for each episode. So if you're not checked it, if you haven't checked it out already, please do find us on social media, XP Waste Podcast. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash XP Waste. And if you want a sick ass beanie, Beanie's Customs, code XP Waste to get 10% off. Anything else I missed, Oxy? Me and Oxy work tirelessly <laughs> on the description. Michael and I write two or three sentences max about that week's main title content episode. And have been copy and pasting the rest of the description for I think twenty seven weeks in a row. Listen, I curate it. I mean, if you do, if you if you see a link, if you see a clickable link in the description, oh. it's because I had to painstakingly highlight and make that clickable for you. Okay, <laughs> that's painstaking, man. Anyway, he's losing game takes over it, folks. Oh my god. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. 